Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. You guys, this is my 100th podcast episode. I actually can't believe that I have reached 100 episodes already. And what's interesting about that is if you actually go back to my very first episode, it was released in September 2019, which is almost three years ago. And the reason being is when the Embracing Life podcast was first released, I was running a different business to what I am now. And so the direction of the podcast, what it was intended for has changed over that time. And to be really honest, I I didn't really fully commit to this podcast and showing up consistently and releasing a podcast episode every single week until my business changed and I took a bit of a pivot in that different direction. And then once I did that, you know, I became really committed to this podcast and and releasing an episode every week for you guys. And so in today's episode, I wanted to, I guess, talk about my business journey with you and share what it's been like for, for me. And, you know, in doing so, I'm going to be really raw and honest in it, it which is something that I always like to do. Um, so let's dive in. So let's go back to 14-year-old Renee. So when I was 14, I got my first job. And in Australia, I don't know actually if this rule is still the same, but I'm going to presume it is. You had to be 14 and nine months old to get a job. Um, And so I was 14 and I started working in a takeaway shop. Now, it wasn't McDonald's, but it was just a small takeaway shop, family-run business, and I started doing that. And I really loved that I earned money. You know, from 14 years old, I was earning money and it was all mine and I could spend it on whatever I wanted and I just loved that. And so from 14 till about 17 years old, I worked in a takeaway shop, um, you know, of an evening after school, on weekends, in the school holidays, all that kind of thing. Um, When I was 17, I then got a traineeship in like office administration kind of thing. And in doing that, because I was on a traineeship wage, I wasn't earning like a huge amount of money and I was actually wanting to move out of home. And so I needed some extra money. I couldn't afford to, you know, live out of home on a traineeship wage. 
And so that's when I actually signed up to do Avon. Yes, that's right. Avon. And I started selling Avon. And look, to be honest, I don't think I did really well out of that, but I gave it a go. And I really kind of loved that, you know, in being a part of something like that, which yes, is a network marketing kind of business. It was almost like having your own business. Um, But a lot of that groundwork has been done for you. And so, it wasn't as hard to sell Avon as, you know, starting something up from scratch for yourself. From there, I don't, I really, I can't remember how long I did it for, but I don't think it was a long period of time. Um, And then when I finished my traineeship, I then went into real estate and I worked in real estate for about three, four years. And when I worked in real estate, I was really committed to it. I I absolutely loved my job in real estate and I was just so fully committed in it that I didn't actually do anything on the side. Um, And it wasn't until, you know, I was starting to, because I was working in real estate, wanting to look at buying my, my first home that I started thinking about, you know, money again and, you know, the ability to earn more money. And so that's when I actually signed up for body shop and I started doing body shop and I actually did quite well out of that. I did it for a while and I really loved it because I think with body shop, I really loved the company and their values and everything that they stand for alongside the product. And so I really did love my time in that. And from there, I then started working at my local hospital in a government role. And as you know, people who are listening who have been listening to this podcast before, you'll know that um, I was there actually a really long time. So I stayed in that job for 11 and a half years. So when I was working at the hospital, I was pregnant with my first child, my daughter, I was on maternity leave and I brought a bridal shop and it was an already established business. It had a good reputation. It had stock. And my idea was I would have my daughter, which I did, and I would open the business by appointment only which is something that the previous owner had done as well. And I thought to myself, you know, this will work really well because I will be able to, you know, have a business, but also have that time flexibility of only opening when I needed to and not have it be a business that's open Monday to Friday, nine to five kind of setup. And I loved and adored having my bridal shop. I loved the experience of you know, having a bride-to-be come in, you know, get to go through the process of helping her find her dream perfect dress, how she would feel and how she would look in, you know, putting the dresses on and especially when they would pick the dress, you know, you would just, there'd be something in their face that would just show you like, this is the dress, this is it. And, you know, being a part of those moments was something really, really special. And it's something that I really loved. And so I had that business for, it wasn't a huge amount of time because I soon realized that, you know, having a newborn baby and trying to, 
you know, keep a business going and have it be where I wanted it to be was quite draining. Um, So I did make the decision to sell it. And, you know, I went off maternity leave to back to the hospital job. And I found that that gave me better work-life balance because I still had my little daughter at home and, you know, I still wanted to be able to spend as much time as possible with her. But I guess, you know, in having that business, it left a little hole in me too, because I, it was something that I still loved and enjoyed. It just wasn't really the right timing. And, you know, in reality, how I thought it would be, it was a little different because I thought, you know, this idea of having a business that's only open by appointment would work quite well. But in reality, it was quite a juggle having to do that as well. And so I, yeah, we sold that. Um, And then I ended up going down the path later on in starting another business, but this time it was from scratch. So instead of purchasing an already established business, I actually started one from scratch. So I started my own business called Polka Dot. It started out as Polka Dot Handmade. And the reason was I was making those fabric button earrings and selling them. And then I, you know, tried my hand at making headbands and different things like that. And to be really honest, I wasn't great at that kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, And so I, because I loved body shop so much, I then went into, you know, making my own bath products and, you know, candles and, and all of these kinds of products. And so Polka Dot Handmade ended up turning into Polka Dot Home Bath and Body because I was making products and selling them that you could use on your body, like body lotions and then bath products like bath bombs and bath crumble and bath salts and candles, which were a big hit. And I actually did quite well with that business. I ended up with local stockists. I had national stockists and I did quite well with it and it was something that I really enjoyed. I had this business that I could, you know, focus my attention on as well, which felt really fulfilling because, you know, everyone's different and, you know, there's no right or wrong and there's certainly no judgment on my part. But for me, I I just wanted a little bit more than being a stay-at-home mum. I wanted something that was just for me, something that I felt passionate in and something that I really loved and enjoyed outside of motherhood. And so having that business, I had that and I really enjoyed it. But, you know, fast forward a couple of years, I then, you know, I don't know how it actually all began if I'm really honest here, but I remember seeing something online about, you know, the toxic ingredients in our products, you know, the skin products and the products that we're using on our bodies. And it got me questioning the ingredients I was using in my products. And whilst they were absolutely, you know, classed as skin safe ingredients and things that you could absolutely use on your skin, I started looking into it a little bit more and researching it more. And that's when I kind of pumped the brakes on my business because 
I started getting really passionate about, you know, living a low tox life and trying to cut out some of the the toxic ingredients and products and things that we were using on our bodies and in the home and all of that kind of thing. And in particular, because I'm somebody who, you know, has had cancer in the past, I was reading that there were certain ingredients that are used in products that, you know, can cause cancer. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I don't want to be using products that are at all harmful. And, you know, in that whole kind of stage, I decided to close my business, um, which was a little bittersweet, if I'm honest, because I really did love and enjoy it. But at the same time, it didn't align with my values anymore. And it didn't feel like something I wanted to proceed with. If I'm questioning the products, then I didn't want to be then, you know, selling them to others. And again, I I will mention here that they are, you know, FDA approved, they are TGA, you know, whatever else that one is in Australia approved. They're not products that are classified as harmful in any way, shape or form. But if you do a little bit more digging, you might start questioning, you know, are these safe? And are they a ingredient I want used on my body, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, that's when I discovered doTERRA. So if you're unfamiliar, but I'm sure you are familiar, doTERRA is an essential oil business. It is a network marketing company as well. And so I got involved in doTERRA and, you know, it was first and foremost as a consumer because I wanted to use the essential oils because, you know, in the products that I made in my polka dot business, they weren't essential oils. They were synthetic, you know, fragrances. And I wanted to be using something a bit more pure. So I started using doTERRA essential oils and absolutely fell in love with them. And in falling in love with them, I was like, there's a business opportunity here. And that's when I started looking more seriously into the business side of things, because it's a little bit like I was sharing before about body shop. You know, I was really aligned to the values and what doTERRA stands for as a, as a corporation. And I loved the leadership that came along with doTERRA. And so I started my journey with doTERRA and I reached the level of silver. So silver is their one of their leadership levels. Um, and I really loved it because I'm somebody who really loves building connections with people. And so, you know, that is one way that you, you know, you do well in especially a network marketing business, but all businesses too, let's be honest, you know, you need to be able to build connections um, with people to to do well in business as well. And so I did doTERRA for, oh my gosh, three, four years, maybe even longer actually. Um, but in my time with doTERRA, I, you know, they really focus a lot on personal development and personal growth and the leaders within the business and, you know, my personal leaders that I had, you know, they really did well at providing so much training and resources for us in our own personal growth that, you know, I guess business aside, it didn't really have a whole lot to do with the business per se. 
Um, but obviously there's a flow on effect when you're, you know, taking care of you as a person, there is a flow on effect, obviously for the business as well. And in, you know, going down this personal development path, that's when I discovered coaching. And that is where I fell in love with this idea of coaching. And, you know, through my own personal experiences of, you know, hiring a coach myself and seeing what an impact they can make on your life and what a difference they can make. I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to, to, to be of service like that to somebody and make a difference to somebody. And so in, in doing so, I then, you know, went down the path of getting certified as a life coach. And, you know, that's when my business transformed from being, you know, doTERRA, where my business was really focusing on a low-tox natural living. And that was something that I still to this day am really passionate about. Um, you know, I started this podcast and it was called Embracing the Natural Life because that is, you know, what I was all about and still am. Again, I'm still about that. It's just I'm not, I guess, advocating that anymore. Um, But that is where, you know, my business all began in this podcast and my social media and and whatnot was, you know, being somebody who was advocating for a low-tox living, in particular for mums because mums have always been my jam. Um. And because obviously I'm a mum myself and have been a mum for almost 10 years. Um, so mums have been my my jam for like nearly 10 years now. Um, but then when I shifted into the coaching space, that's when I shifted my branding and my name from embracing the natural life to embracing life. And that is where my coaching business began and this whole journey that I've been on has has landed me here. And I think what's interesting about it is I would never have expected it to pan out this way. I think sometimes you, you know, you're sort of just taking one step in front of the other and you're kind of going down a path and just seeing where it leads you. Um, and even though you can have a vision for what you want your future to look like, or you know, you have this end destination or goal that you're focusing walking towards little pivots and little you know different directions can happen along the way that lead you to somewhere completely different which is okay too and so it's interesting in reflecting over my whole time of being in business all that's occurred and I hope by me sharing all of this it gives you that like permission slip that you can actually carve your own path that there is no right or wrong. And, you know, you might follow one path towards something and then you might end up in a different direction that leads you somewhere else and that's okay too. And I think, you know, sometimes we just need to try things out. You know, I have shared that I've had several businesses, you know, in all different shapes and forms. Um, And I had to, I guess, try them out to see what fits and what feels good and what feels right to me. And, you know, even though you could easily look back on, you know, my journey, for instance, and the businesses I've had and and see them as failures, but, you know, there are also a lot of lessons learned. And, you know, in having each of the businesses that I have had and that I've been a part of, 
I've learned different skills in each of them that I've been able to bring to the next thing and so forth. And so, you know, when I look back on my personal journey, I really see it as this slow evolution and growth to get me to this point of where I am today. And, you know, I have learned so much in that whole time as well. And there's obviously been highs and lows like there is in in anything. But I just really in sharing my business journey, I just want to give you that permission that, you know, you can do what feels right for you. But I definitely think just start like if you're somebody who's listening and you're, you know, you've always had this idea that you've wanted to start a business or be a part of a business, then I would love for you just to take that step and give it a go um, because it's just so surprising where it could lead you and, and what you could find in the journey along the way as well. And so I hope that in sharing this, it's given you maybe some inspiration, a bit of food for thought, um, you know, or just a little bit of a sticky beak into, you know, where I've been and how I've gotten to here. But if you would like some help in this direction of, you know, maybe starting a business, then I would love to offer my support and guidance to you. So you can go ahead and book a free coaching session with me and we can sit down and get some clarity around, you know, where you are and where you want to go and and even give you some strategy and some tips on how you can start taking those first steps. If that's something you're interested in, the link will be in the show notes. But thank you so much for listening to my 100th episode. I'm so, so honored to have you listening to this episode. And if you are a subscriber, then thank you so very much. It means the world to me. And I'm so glad that you're a part of this journey with me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more, you can go to reneeoneal.com. I'm so grateful for you being here and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into today's episode. If you loved the episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. Also, if you share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag me at renee.oneal, I will be sure to send you a little gift straight to your DMs as a thank you.